0: Welcome to the Stars Behind the Stars, which is the astrology behind celebrities. I'm your host, Penny Walters. I'm an astrologer, and I'm going to use celebrity stories to demonstrate the real world manifestation of the astrology energy. Whether you're interested in astrology or celebrity stories, this podcast is for you. Silky Jo is an international speaker and performance coach. She has spoken alongside Dr. John Diamantini, Chris Duncan, and Maggie Cook, just to name a few. Silky specializes in emotional mastery, creating bold and permanent breakthroughs in your identity and life. She is fiercely grounded in the human potential and believes that miracles are the norm if you allow, and you are infinitely bigger than any of your creations, challenges, situations, stories, and limitations. She loves to teach how to create your own miracles, which are outcomes that were previously deemed impossible. Silky's mission is to inspire the lives of one million women by 2030, To create a bold and permanent breakthrough in their life. Welcome Silky. It's my pleasure to be here. Good to have you here Silky. So we're going to explore three questions that you've given me through the lens of astrology. We're going to look at your birth chart which includes your date of birth, your time of birth and place of birth that creates your birth chart and we're going to look for the answers to your three questions in that birth chart and let's see what we can find there. First up, I'm just gonna go through your three questions just to set the scene around that. And then we're gonna go through and explore each of those questions individually. So your first question is, I'm in a relationship at the moment. Do you see this relationship leading to marriage? So that's about love and marriage. So bringing that down to universal themes. Second question is, do you see my business expanding predominantly in Asia or the USA, Europe, and or Australia? So you're offering and strategies to these Different locations are vastly different and it also dictates your long-term business direction. So we're looking at career and direction there that we'll be exploring. And your third question is, do you see a change in my business direction on your journey to hit 1 million and beyond? As in money, we're talking about money there, aren't we? Correct. (laughs) Which is definitely a universal theme. (laughs) Everyone wants to know, you know, how do they make more money? How do they make the first million? Yes. We will have a look at all that. Okay, so I'm just going to ask our listeners to engage in the discussions via social media. If they can just use the hashtag, the stars behind the stars with any feedback they may have, they might have some answers to the questions themselves that they want to share. All right, let's get into the first question. You're in a relationship and do I see this relationship leading to marriage? So let's explore love and marriage through the lens of your birth chart. So Silky, you have... So there's a particular part of the birth chart which is called the seventh house because every birth chart is broken up into 12 areas of your birth chart. So there's 12 houses that we call them. It's literally as in houses, like a roof over our head. It just, it's the same word, but used differently in astrology. So the seventh house, the seventh area of your chart does talk about marriage. That's in anyone's birth chart. And for you, you have a couple of placements in that part of your chart. People, when they see an empty seventh house, they panic. They're not going to get married. It's not true at all. It's just you need to delve more deeply into the birth chart to find the answers there. Yours are a bit more obvious. So you've got two placements, which is that you've got the planet of Jupiter, which rules abundance, as in more than one, in the sign of Scorpio in the seventh house. And you've also got the planet of Uranus in Sagittarius in the seventh house. So I'm going to talk about Jupiter first. Now, Jupiter talks about more than one. So more than one serious relationship. So serious relationship and marriage comes through in the same way astrologically. Whether or not you've signed on the dotted line around a marriage, you know, license, you need to then get more so into the um, predictive techniques to see when that sort of flares up or comes through astrologically. So, but for you, more than one serious relationship. So if you've already had a serious relationship, there's definitely another one coming your way if you're not already in it. Now, the second placement there with Uranus in Sagittarius in the seventh house, this talks about relationships starting and ending really quickly in an instant. No warning about it starting, no warning about it ending. And that's how relationships work for you. Does that make sense to you? Oh, wow. You were spot on.
1: (laughs) I can't tell you how spot on that is for
0: one of my particular relationship. A previous relationship. That's correct. Yes. Yeah, so sudden beginning, sudden end, that is certainly there, but that's the Jupiter there. You know, you want to know that you're in a relationship at the moment. Do I see this relationship leading to marriage? I definitely see more than one serious relationship as in marriage coming through for you. Now you're also born with, in the sign of Libra. You've got a lot of Libran placements in your birth chart and Libra is all about marriage. So you're born with the Sun in Libra, which talks about, so wherever your son is, It's like you're shining a light in this particular area of your life. And that particular area of life for you is Libra, which is serious relationships and marriage. It's where you get your greatest area of growth. There's also a lot of challenges for you around relationships though. You've had challenges in that area because you've got the sun there in Libra, you've got Saturn there, you've got Pluto there and Mercury there. So lots and lots of energy going into Libra there. You are experiencing great transformation around relationships and marriage at the moment so we talked about the seventh house you've got Scorpio there now Scorpio is ruled by Pluto Pluto is still in existence even though it was demoted many years ago we still use Pluto in astrology your Pluto is right up there playing around with the part of your chart that talks about your status or your status whichever way you want to say it and status can be moving from miss to missus and Pluto is a really strong placement so your relationship that is happening at the moment there's a death and rebirth going on around relationships for you through this particular relationship the status of your relationship will be completely different over the course of these couple of years that you're going through at the moment okay wow okay what do you mean by death and rebirth? So death and rebirth is the ultimate transformation. I'm not saying anyone's dying here. It's not that at all. But we all go through like mini deaths and rebirths in our lives. A really simple version is that you might declutter your wardrobe and then you go out and you buy brand new clothes that give you a whole new look that doesn't align with your previous look because your previous look died, so to speak. And there's a rebirth around your appearance. So there's a death and rebirth. It can play out in the exact same way, but for you, it's around relationships and you're going through it at the moment. So there's a death of one type of status around relationships, which can be as a miss. And then there's a birth, a rebirth around a different type of status, which can be misses. So that's playing out for you at the moment. It's a pretty powerful and deep relationship that's coming through for you at the moment that does impact your status in the world. And I do say status because it's an astrological term, but it's status because it talks about the 10th house and the mid heaven, and you've got Pluto messing around with your mid heaven at the moment. And that does talk about death and rebirth around the status of your relationship. So I think it's a really strong placement for marriage playing out. And is that what you wanna hear Silky?
1: Well, Penny, let's just put it this way. It's not just what I want to hear is if everything is going exactly the path that it is, yeah we will be set to get married and just for the audience so that they know the sudden coming in and sudden leaving of the relationship is actually the father of my daughter however everything you said about my relationship is just so spot on because i think for me and how my life has played out relationship has always been such a major component in my life and have also been the stability in my life like rooted in my life in such a big way as well and The biggest status change, everything, I just can't wait for it to, I guess, manifest. And I also understand that this takes time, but I'm also feeling the influence of all of the different components in terms of relationship. And you're right. This is also the biggest area for which I had to learn a lot of my life lessons on. So everything you've said is pretty
0: much spot on. So really well done. It's all there in the birth chart. But I was going to say, you've had some harsh lessons around relationships. So we've talked about your son being in Libra, but it is right next to Saturn. Like Saturn is the planet representing karma. You know, it's really, it's a tough placement. Saturn conjunct the sun it can make you a very disciplined person. It can actually be in the chart of someone who experienced a very, um, I don't know what your relationship is like with your father, but what this says to me is that people who have this placement often have a father who is more harsh on them than what their friends fathers are on their friends if that makes any sense at all and you might have a really wonderful relationship with your father but there's a certain discipline around the father with that Saturn conjunct the son and that i would say has influenced your relationships i do feel that i have a good relationship with my dad
1: and he has shown a lot of love to me however it is correct that he there was a period for which he wasn't in my life when I was growing up because my parents were going through separation, divorce and all that sort of things. So for that, I can resonate, but he's always maintained a contact and I guess connection with me. For that, I am also quite grateful. Maybe I don't see it that way for now, but you could be right that he could be more harsh on me than others.
0: Well, this is the thing. That's a way it can manifest, and it's a quite a common way for it to manifest. But you've just mentioned that you know your parents went through a divorce, so it can be that you took that divorce really hard. Mm. Does that resonate more?
1: I was pretty young, so yes, maybe emotionally. But yeah, I don't. I
0: don't quite remember. I was quite young. Yeah. All right, that's fine. So yeah, we talked about transiting Pluto conjuncting your midheaven, and that rules the part of your chart that's about relationships. So it is a time of significant transformation around the status of your relationship where we talked about you know going from a miss to a missus for example if you're already married I would say it would be the other way around
1: luckily I'm not I'm not married yet
0: not yet not yet and that's the thing because it's a transformation around the relationship whatever the status of the relationship is at the moment there's a massive transformation around that that's what's coming up it looks very promising from my end, but it's also, I think, very profound as a relationship as well for you. A very, very important relationship. A very deep feelings and a very profound change within you as a result of the relationship. Does that make sense? That is spot on. That is 100% spot on. Yeah. And And how would you say it has profoundly
1: changed you, this relationship? I guess it's a connection that I haven't had and... In seeing our differences, it also made me realize a lot more about what I have internally and working through those differences. I think that is the most important. Currently, we are working through our communication styles. (laughs) So there you go. But I do feel that we are on a very good foundation together. I feel that value-wise, we are very aligned. And this is definitely someone that I do see quite a lot of potential in terms of marriage and so on and so forth. But that doesn't mean that it's without its challenges. Everything that you have said, you have just told me is pretty much in alignment with what I'm expecting anyway. But I am mindful that we are working through our differences and there's still yet things to come that we're going to
0: confront. So... Yeah, there is. And that's another manifestation of that Pluto energy that I've been talking about. It can be power struggles playing out around the relationship. But look, I would say there's always going to be some kind of struggle for you around relationships and probably around power struggles within the relationship. Like you'll have a bit of a difficult time around that, but that's where you will get your greatest lessons and greatest growth. It's occurring for a reason. Would you say that it will be the same for him as well? Because if I've experienced a power struggle, would he also need to learn the same lessons? Not necessarily. So it depends on what's in his birth chart. I'm literally looking at your birth chart and I'm seeing the power struggles play out for you via the partner at the moment. It could be playing out in a different way for him. Mm. You know, it may not be a power struggle for him. It might be a different type of experience altogether. So it depends on what's in his birth chart. So, but for you, it's power struggles around the relationship. You know, lots of highs and lows. There's that extreme energy around it, but it's transformative. It's it's a very important relationship. Very, very transformative. And I think it'll change the way that you see the world as well.
1: Okay, I'm willing to accept that because um, just letting you know, <laughs> our last few conversations is about expectations. <laughs> that in itself is already talking about power struggles and other things. And, you know, we have to both be willing to put down our lesser expectations of
0: each other and work in the way that can work for both of us. And I would say as well, because you've got Mercury in Libra in the sixth house, and that does talk about needing to work on your marriage, just work on your relationship every day. It's just a part of your daily routine that you work on your relationship. It's like you're brushing your teeth, you put some work into the relationship to keep the harmony there. You work every day to keep the harmony in your life.
1: Okay, maybe let me add some context as well. Sure. Most of the time I feel that my current relationship is quite easy. We're on the same page, we like very similar things, and it is quite a harmonious one. But then there are times, for example recently, that I can notice our major differences. And we do have quite a few, quite major differences between us and that we are in the process of working them out. And during this period, I do feel it is tough. We had to communicate. There are definitely a few sleepless nights that I've experienced in terms of our disagreements on certain things or miscommunication on certain things. But as we're coming together, um, I guess my experience thus far is, has been mostly easy and good. And hopefully, and I want to continue it that way. So fingers crossed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Look, you've got the, the Jupiter there in your seventh house, which is a really optimistic placement around relationships and marriage. But that Jupiter and also that Uranus that's in your seventh house, they both talk about the partner being very different to you. It's like they've come into the relationship with a completely different cultural background to you. It's like you're in a relationship with a foreigner. Let's say you've grown up in Adelaide. And you haven't always been in Adelaide. But let's say you've grown up in Adelaide and he's grown up in New York. Completely different cultural backgrounds. And you're coming together in this relationship. They are the sort of partners that you will always attract Silky. And hopefully this is the last one because we are talking about <laughs> marriage here, of course. And there is great opportunity for a transformation around this relationship at the moment. But any relationship that you are in it'll always be like that person is from a completely different cultural background to you. So you will always have those differences that you will need to work through Mm. in this or any relationship, any one-on-one relationship. Yeah. And that's even around like clients in business, one-on-one business relationships. Don't be surprised if you have one-on-one business relationships where the clients come from a completely different cultural background to you and you'll need to sort of navigate those differences to be able to have that effective relationship whether it's business or personal because you just have those two placements of Jupiter and Uranus in your seventh house completely different cultural background for any partner that you might be with and that's your chart so that's coming through you so there's some kind of growth for you in this lifetime around having these partners with a completely different cultural background and completely different perspective so You talked about, you know, is your partner also experiencing power struggles like you are? Not necessarily because he's got that completely different cultural background to you. I suspect it is a completely different experience for him. So just keep that in mind. Right, okay. Right now, (laughs) I'm not experiencing it as a power struggle per se because we
1: are both communicating and we are actively communicating. So I do feel in that regard, we are blessed. But... You rightfully mentioned it because today I was just thinking, are we having a power struggle because our differences, is, you know, are so different and you're right in terms of him being a little bit culturally different to me.
0: But yeah, look, relationships for you with your son in Libra in particular, but also the fact that you've got five placements in Libra, relationships are such a strong focus for you in this life. It's massive. It's really massive, but it is the area of greatest growth for you. And you want to come into this life and grow as much as you can and need to. There's no point in coming to this life and doing no growth whatsoever. We want to grow. And you get that growth through your relationships. I'm actually not surprised because one
1: of my epic dreams is to have a passionate, fulfilling, loving, caring, outstanding sex (laughs) <laughs> passion till you're old relationship mm-hmm. and for that one of the things on my um, vision board is actually Tony Robbins $85,000 a year retreat because his relationship workshop that's the only time he offers the relationship workshop for to his you know highest level clients and yeah. so that is actually on my vision board to attend just because of that I, w- I wanted to spend 85,000 to go into Tony Robbins inner circle just to learn about relationships and how to have that sustaining um passion and be like that you are still old and you know you're like lovebirds still at an old age and so you are completely right this is an area of my passion and this is also an area where i cannot stop myself from learning and learning more the last few days when i was going through this period with my partner i spent a huge amount of time at night time just looking at relationship materials and learning more about relationships. So I know that I can't help myself, but to learn more. And so you hit it nail on the head. If this is my focus, I'm doing that right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you can see like there's these events happening in your life at the moment that is making you turn to relationships to learn more about them because you are meant to learn all about relationships in this lifetime. That's why you've got so many placements in the sign of Libra. And Jupiter in your seventh house, the partner, your one-on-one intimate partner is all about education it may not be intentional education but they are a teacher of you in some way they are teaching you about relationships you just may not have wanted the education in the moment that's kind of their purpose in a way but as for uh long-term passion within marriage so silky you've got you've got Sagittarius on the eighth house cast so the eighth house actually talks about sex and being intimate and Sagittarius is all about abundance so lots of it and uh, you've got Jupiter as we talked about in the seventh house so there's an abundance of sex within a committed relationship it's there in your birth chart it's what you want it's there so you've got the potential for it it's there that's definitely what you wanted to hear isn't it again you hit the nail on the head
1: (laughs) I ran a summit uh, last year for emotional mastery and honestly there was a relationship expert and then I was the guinea pig and then when she came to me and said what are some of the things that you really want in a relationship when we talked about sex it was hilarious (laughs) but yes it's one of the things that I'm like yes passion is high on my agenda.
0: (laughs) Yeah absolutely and you've also got Mars in Sagittarius in the eighth house as well so there is a lot of passion there but it's a lot of passion within that committed one-on-one relationship. I don't think you need to go looking beyond that one person for you, which is good. You don't want that. So this is definitely within a committed one-on-one relationship as in a marriage. And there's a lot of passion for a long time. Because also Jupiter talks about long distance journeys. And with long distance journeys, they take a long time. It's not like you're just driving into the city one day. It's like think about you catching a long haul flight halfway around the world. It takes a long time. It's a long journey. So that's what Jupiter represents. And you've got that in the part of your chart that represents marriage and also sex and intimacy. So it, it's something that takes a long time, as in, it's something that continues in your life for a long time. It's not a flash in the pan, so to speak. I think you've got wow. lots of potential for it to continue for a long time. There you go. That is so spot on. <laughs> you can report back in a few years and let us know how it's going. <laughs> so there you go there's definitely opportunities for a really massive transformation around the status of the current relationship but yes there are power struggles playing out but you'll move past them but you need to put work into your relationship every day as a part of your daily routine like you brush your teeth okay you would just need to so never take it for granted i would say okay <laughs> okay got the message cool All right, and actually you are moving into a new phase around relationships at around Christmas time this year as well so you're moving out of an intense period of time in your life which has really been going for many, many, many years and you're moving into a more freedom focused time around your relationships so I suspect you'll start to move beyond the power struggles when that happens. There'll be more freedom of movement I think from that time onwards. Okay, so we'll move on from your first question, which is around marriage and relationships, in particular marriage, around the current relationship. So your second question is, do you see my business expanding predominantly in Asia or the USA, Europe and or Australia? So your offerings and strategies are different to these locations. They are vastly different and also are keen on this information because it sort of dictates your long term business direction. Now we talked about Pluto before and it's ruling that part of your chart around relationships but we talked about it being up on your midheaven. Midheaven is your career, your public profile. So Pluto is up there like it's messing with your relationship, it's doing the power struggles around the relationship but it's also transforming your career and your public profile at the moment. It is actually a really interesting time to be looking at the direction of your career because it's quite a powerful transition. And also you've got a placement of your progressed sun. So your sun in your birth chart born in the sign of Libra, born at 19 degrees of Libra, because there's 30 degrees per sign, born at 19 degrees of Libra. And your sun progresses throughout your life and it's moved through Libra. The birth chart sun always stays exactly where it is, but in the progressed chart, which is a predictive technique, it progresses through Libra. And it's right at the end of Scorpio, it's at 29 degrees of Scorpio and it moves into Sagittarius christmas time this year and that's when you become more focused on all things overseas so that to me says because you talked about australia i wouldn't say australia so much once your progressed sun moves into sagittarius which is about all things overseas i don't think you'll be so focused on australia because your focus will be around sagittarian energies which is about all things that are overseas if you're still living in china and you said australia i go oh, yeah yeah australia great because australia is overseas from china but you are already in australia so not so much there. There's a technique in astrology called astrocartography cartography or locational astrology where you actually place your birth chart across a map of the world and you get to see where certain energies come more so to life and where there's more career success for you or where there's more power struggles or danger or where there's money or anything like that that comes through. So I've done that with your birth chart. And the thing is, you've talked about Asia or USA or Europe or, or Australia, this narrows down more so around the cities you can literally highlight specific cities around what is actually more appropriate for you so you've got the planet of Jupiter representing good fortune going across China for example but in saying that Jupiter and Pluto cross each other also in China around actually the wuhan area which we all know about wuhan these days don't we we hadn't heard of wuhan two and a half years ago but now (laughs) we know all about wuhan jupiter and pluto coming together like wherever pluto is is the potential for criminal activity so i would actually say stay out of that area and with jupiter there would expand any sort of potential criminal activity that you would accidentally stumble upon i'm not saying you're doing anything at all but there's danger in that area also there's another place in China that I can see specifically with that energy and I don't know how to pronounce it. So I'm going to spell it. I'm going to see if you can pronounce it for me. Okay. Sure. C-H-O-N-G-Q-U-I-N-G. Chongqing. Chongqing. Okay. Yeah. You can So tell that I'm an Aussie. So, <laughs> uh, yes. So that's where Pluto and Jupiter cross paths and Pluto in particular. So that's just, I would say, maybe not so great but I think that's kind of near where you were born I think kind of not quite in the map it looks that way in the astrocartography it is very close okay potential for danger in that area so I wouldn't necessarily lean towards that but I would lean more so towards so you've got I would say like Beijing and Shanghai you've got Uranus and Chiron Chiron is all about the wound it's where you experience pain but then can go on to heal other people That's being activated across Beijing and Shanghai for you. It's an unpredictable area for you with Uranus there. It's unpredictable, but there's a potential for healing. So you have the potential to be an unconventional healer in those areas. Right. These sort of areas in China were standing out for me when I was looking at China specifically. So I've also looked at, for example, America, because you talked about the USA. What did jump out at me was that the North Node, which is all about fated experiences was moving across Houston and Winnipeg which is of course Canada so that came through quite strongly for you and the sun was being activated across Miami you'd be in your absolute element in Miami in America okay so these are just highlighting locations for you it all comes down to what planet or luminary is activating that part of the world for you and that's based upon your birth chart when we apply the technique of astro cartography or locational astrology same thing goes by a different name we apply that using your birth chart and we get very specific information around where you're in your element where there's potential danger where there's fated experiences where you're where there's career expansion and things like that but you get specific cities that you can narrow it down to
1: firstly i just wanted to say how impressed i am that you're able to do such a thing <laughs> on geographies that actually surprised me because I thought that this question may be quite hard. <laughs> it is, it is, but um, so I'm really impressed with the answers. And then, secondly, in terms of China, I was more thinking around Asia, so I was more thinking about Hong Kong and Singapore, so I wasn't sure because they're more English speaking with the Chinese, so I can speak both languages, but I think it's an easier market for me to enter into if I were to, you know, target the Asia-Pacific region.
0: So if we're looking at Singapore, for example, you do have Saturn, which is where you experience challenges moving across that part of your chart. It sits on your descendant for Singapore. What that means is that you will actually have some relationship challenges in Singapore. You kind of already do, don't you, Silky? Yes, I do. (laughs) goodness yeah it's in your chart it's in your astro cartography interesting okay this is the thing all those placements that we talked about that are in Libra for you so we've got sun and Libra Venus Mercury Saturn and Pluto like all that Libra energy all that relationship energy that shifts to sit directly on your descendant which talks about relationships and it goes and sits there in Singapore so you have all those relationship challenges in singapore does that make sense silky yeah my
1: most challenging period of my life for relationships is in singapore (laughs) there you
0: go and and i'm not surprised with what i can see astrologically maybe that's why it didn't jump out at me previously when i was looking for opportunities around where to go in the world because this doesn't scream of opportunity this screams to me of relationship challenges in the singapore area wow so spot on yeah but indonesia you'd be all right. If you wanted to go there, Indonesia, Hong Kong. Yes. Hong Kong. Definitely. Yes. Jupiter is really, really close on your descendant moving through Hong Kong. I would definitely target Hong Kong for you. What does that mean? Jupiter on the descendant. Is that a good thing? So Jupiter is about opportunities and abundance and it's where your life expands. That's where you broaden your horizons. But Jupiter is all about opportunities. Now, sitting on your descent and is about relationships and one-on-one partners as in clients. If you want to attract to clients, you could attract a lot of clients there because Jupiter is all about abundance. It's literally going straight through Hong Kong for you, this particular placement. So there's abundance and good fortune for you around relationships in Hong Kong, whether that's a romantic partner or one-on-one professional relationships. Hong Kong is a great place for you to target. Okay, Great. So I would lean more so to Hong Kong than Singapore. Singapore, you'll have your challenges. Hong Kong, you'll have your opportunities. My heart resonates. (laughs) So the US, you'll be in your element in the Miami area. We talked about Saturn crossing Singapore for you. So very challenging for you in, in that area. Saturn also crosses New York for you. So New York would be very challenging for you. We talked about Saturn being on your descendant going through Singapore. It's in the opposite place going through New York. So it's on your ascendant. And that talks about you being disciplined, you personally having a bit of a difficult time. It, you can be extremely ambitious in this location without a doubt. But you will need to be very, very, very disciplined, which I think you are anyway, because you've naturally got Saturn next to your sun. So you've, you're actually very, very familiar with this Saturn energy you live with it every day it's a very familiar energy for you but it'll just become stronger for you in these locations this is going to sound weird but with that satin sitting on the ascendant for new york you could be really really not that you want to be really really skinny silky but you could actually lose too much weight because satin will actually reduce the size of your physical body sitting on the ascendant which is what it's doing for new york so it may not be great for your health so there's challenges around new york interesting okay yeah We talked about all those Libran placements that you've got, that they're sitting on your descendant around relationships in Singapore. They're all sitting on your ascendant, which is your personality and how you present yourself in New York. You may struggle getting your message out there,
1: expressing
0: yourself easily there. So there may be challenges there, but Miami, fantastic. Fantastic. You know, if you want to go to Miami. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have to go to Miami now. <laughs> My Miami or New Orleans or Indianapolis. Like they're all really nice for you. I think they'd be quite harmonious locations for you. And I also saw like professionally rewarding around like Little Rock and Kansas City opportunities there for you. It all comes down to where your birth chart falls across the map of the world. And we do have very specific locations that do come through for you. If you want to focus on Asia Pacific, I believe Hong Kong is the place. It's not Singapore. I love Singapore, but it's not the right place for you. And you've already experienced firsthand that you've had challenges around relationships at that particular location. And that comes through astrologically. So you would have that kind of experience in any kind of relationship, including professional relationships in that location. Okay, you've already had a taste of it. Makes sense? Yes. (laughs) Whereas, I'm assuming you've been to Hong Kong, like what kind of experiences have you had around relationships in Hong Kong? Have you had better experiences there? Definitely better than Singapore. However, Hong Kong is still very transient, but professionally it's brilliant. It is a great place professionally, yes. So you have a taste of what Hong Kong would be for you, what kind of experience you would have there. You've already had a taste for that. And I would just do encourage you that if you want to focus on Asia Pacific, that Hong Kong is the place for you to focus. You don't want to be uh, dragged through any more relationship challenges in the Singapore area. I sound terrible, but I, I really like Singapore. I've been there a couple of times. I, I really enjoy it. Happy to go there again. But for you specifically, very, very challenging around any one-on-one relationship in the Singapore area. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: Just a side note, I've actually met billionaires in in Hong Kong. (laughs) Right. I've got good relationships also residing in that area.
0: But anyway. Well, you know what? We talked about like Jupiter is sitting on your descendant for Hong Kong. Jupiter actually does represent wealth. So literally you've got the planet of wealth moving through Hong Kong. So I'm not surprised that you've met millionaires there because you are activating that wealth energy in the Hong Kong area.
1: Right, no, I meant billionaire, like... Billionaires, I'm sorry, i misheard.
0: (laughs) Yeah, only one, only one. That's all right, you only need to meet one. But Jupiter is wealth. Wow, okay. Have I ever shared with you the saying, JP Morgan said it many, many, many years ago, of course, but he said millionaires don't have astrologers, billionaires do. Have you heard of that? No, I haven't, please explain. Astrology allows you to be strategic in your decisions, including your financial decisions. That's amazing. And JP Morgan caught on to that. And that's how he made his money from what I understand. Wow. So there you go. And you will tap into your wealth energy being Jupiter in the Hong Kong area. Okay. You'll probably keep meeting millionaires and billionaires there. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. And they might become become a business partner for you from there. Amazing. Because Jupiter's on the descendant. Okay. Sounds good. There you go. Thank you. When regards to Europe, I did see you can be very motivated in the Europe area, but there can be volatility as well. And I did see that it's professionally rewarding, not in London, but it's sort of east of London, not in London, but as in outside of London on the east of the UK, that can be very professionally rewarding for you as well. So there's very specific pockets to explore, but I definitely like Hong Kong for you. Okay. Hong Kong is pretty good.
1: Frankly, that was one of the first places that I was
0: targeting anyway. So spot on. And out of interest, why were you targeting Hong Kong even without me saying, you know, Jupiter's on your descent going through Hong Kong? Yes, you know, very positive. So prior to me saying that, what was drawing you to Hong Kong? I worked in Hong Kong for two and a half years, so I'm pretty familiar with how people operate there.
1: I've got existing mm-hmm. uh, relationships. I've got people on the ground that... You know, can help me do market research. And I think I understand the challenges in Hong Kong innately. I also lived in Singapore. So I could actually tell you a lot of the differences between the two cities. A lot of people, you know, think that they are very similar. No, they are not. Even how materialistic people are in those cities, they're very different and they chase different things. And and obviously there's also very, very kind people within both the cities. So I've already had an idea in terms of doing business uh, within the Hong Kong jurisdiction. I know the people, I know more people, actually much more people on the ground running in Hong Kong than in Singapore that can help me professionally.
0: And you can help them as well. You can bring a lot of benefit to them with that Jupiter placement as well going through Hong Kong. Okay. I think it's a very bountiful location for you okay all right sounds good so let's move on to your third question do you see a change in your business direction on your journey to hit one million dollars that is and beyond so we're looking at money as a universal theme here you want to make your first million astrology can certainly guide you along the way this is the thing pluto on your midheaven pluto also does talk about extremes of money so that's pluto is messing with you at the moment so You'll get very comfortable with Pluto if that's possible, but you will. But the thing is, we've talked about all these placements in Libra. But the thing is, you've got Venus in Libra next to your sun and you've got Pluto in Libra next to your sun. These are the two money planets. So it does make you very financially focused. And also with Saturn in that same placement as well and that same gathering of planets and luminaries. It makes you very disciplined around money, very shrewd, I think, around money. Does that make sense? I guess I had a real shift of concept in my early 20s in terms
1: of finances, in terms of creating wealth, that I shift a lot of my attention to investments as opposed to saving because I realized that you can't spend so much time saving. The amount that you you save, you'd rather spend that effort into investments. And because of that, I have a different philosophy to a lot of people, (laughs) and one with my partner as well, (laughs) in terms of money, in terms of wealth. Creating assets is what I've been focused on and what I'm focusing on. In terms of creating the property portfolio, I would say yes, but in terms of just day-to-day living expenses, no.
0: (laughs) Okay, interesting. Yeah, But I would say that it will serve you very well as you get older, your decisions around money that you've made in your daily life. In regards to hitting your million dollars and beyond, the second house in the birth chart talks about money as in what you earn, how you earn it, how you spend it. You've got Gemini there. You'll always have and you'll always seek more than one income. And you need to balance because the planet ruling Gemini is Mercury, which we talked about it being in Libra. So it's all about balancing your multiple incomes. But also because Gemini in particular is talking about your mindset around money. So where you want to go financially all comes down to your mindset and with Mercury ruling that Gemini being in Libra, it's all about keeping harmony in your mind around money every day. So having beautiful thoughts around money every day like making it a part of your daily routine to have these harmonious positive thoughts around money and making it a part of your daily routine to balance the multiple income streams but whether you will reach a million dollars and beyond comes down to your mindset wow and does that make sense to you let's just say
1: that that was not the answer that i expected but it's spot on (laughs)
0: I mean you could kind of say mindset for a lot of things in anyone's life really yeah but for you because you've got the gemini there gemini is all about your mind and that isn't the part of your chart that represents your money your earnings how you earn money how you spend it it comes down to your mind it comes down to how harmonious you keep your thoughts around money and how you balance your money your multiple income streams as a part of your daily routine but it does come down to how you think about money As to whether or not you'll hit that million dollars and beyond that is so so interesting
1: because today not just even today i was just thinking to myself it would be such a good thing that if i can teach people about unconditional love and unconditional abundance Mm -hmm. and i'm a big supporter of taking actions and you already know that i do a lot of mindset work with clients Mm -hmm. and i like to help people creating miracles in their lives like outcomes that they didn't think is possible before meeting me so Mm -hmm. One huge part of this is unlocking their mindset. It's opening it up. And I realize that you can't have unconditional abundance unless you have unconditional love in yourself. Both go hand in hand together. And teaching people how to basically unconditionally love themselves and I'm talking about really, really deep stuff. It's not the surface stuff. I can talk about many, many surface stuff on top of the unconditional love that's manifested in different forms. But ultimately what it comes down to is people just loving the every single aspects within themselves, such that they unlock this abundance within them such that money basically flows in. And I was just thinking, how do I prove this other than being an example myself? Yeah. (laughs) I think you would be a very good example of it. So your answer is both profound to me and also is almost like a message to the universe saying to me what I was thinking today in my mind just came through you while talking to me and
0: saying, hey, go for it. It's your mind. Lock it in. And then you can teach people how to do this. It is your mind. It is absolutely your mind. And I've written notes in preparation of talking to you today and I've literally written down the words, work on your money mindset every day, find the beauty in money. So that's what I wrote down when I saw this placement for you because that's how you'll access that million dollars and beyond. So finding beauty in money every day, having those beautiful thoughts around money, working on your mindset around money every day and balancing those thoughts because it is in the sign of liberty it is about balance it's about balance harmony and beauty that's got to be your mindset that you work on every single day because it's in the sixth part of your chart the sixth house so that's your daily routine it's a part of your daily routine and how you spend that time focusing you know on your mindset and finding that harmony and beauty around money and balance that's what's going to lead to you earning more and more money all the time. The only thing limiting you is your mindset at this time, but but it limits all of us. But in saying that, I think you're doing quite well, but you could do better. And that comes down to your mindset. Yeah. So what I was thinking today is that I want to show people
1: what are the different ways that money come to me unexpectedly. So I really have Mm -hmm. examples where I did some exercises that has generated certain outcomes because manifestation is also one other passion of mine. Coming from a banking background, I was very logical, but until I stumbled upon this new realm of manifestation, I realized that what I knew as how the world operates is very different. And if I were to learn this part about mindset, about the principles and the truth about the universe, it would actually help me go much further in terms of exploring human potentials, because that has just been a passion of mine for ages. And so... Coming back to unconditional love and unconditional abundance. So part of the thing is, how do I give proof to people that really your thoughts and your attitudes and your relationship with money, which comes down to your relationship with yourself, that is the fundamental part for which you need to shift in order to have the unconditional abundance that come to you. And so I want to create all of those evidences So what you just said absolutely just resonated with what's occurring in my mind
0: at the moment. Okay, good. I'm pleased. But yeah, mindset is very, very powerful. And how you feel about yourself has a strong influence on your earnings, your relationship with money and your relationship with money every day though, not just an occasional thing, like not just how you spend or earn money occasionally. It's your everyday relationship with money that dictates your earnings. Your mindset around that.
1: Interesting. Every day, the discipline that it needs
0: to be applied to it, which makes sense. Yes. Okay. Yes, there is. Okay. But there's discipline for you around money anyway, in general, because you've got that strong Saturn influence next to the money planets. Yeah. So Saturn's all about discipline. But yeah, this is a part of your daily routine, having that harmonious relationship in your mind around money. Okay. That's. Yeah, that's the secret to your earnings.
1: Right. So it's not necessarily about changing in terms of any direction or whatnot. It's actually simply just comes down to my relationship with money.
0: Yeah. Okay. How you think about money. How you think about money every day. Yeah. It's what comes through, Silky. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And you do move into a more abundant time from December this year for the next three decades. It's more abundant for you. When you say abundance...
1: I interpret abundance as in time, freedom, etc. not just monetary because there are things more important to me. Like now in my life, time is more important to me than money, for example. So does that mean that or is it
0: more to do with money? No, it's freedom and abundance, freedom of movement in general, and money serves its purpose to enable that in your life. Amazing. And wealth as well, I would say, does come for you, through a partnership so I think that's worth exploring because you've got that Jupiter in Scorpio in your seventh house Jupiter is all about we talked about the millionaires and the billionaires that's the Jupiter influence coming through it's in the area of your chart that represents partnerships and it is in the sign of Scorpio which is extremes of money so it's either wealth a lot of wealth or it's a lot of debt it's one or the other (laughs) so but it's the planet of abundance and it is in the area of your chart representing relationships but yeah Jupiter is wealth so I think there's the potential for wealth through a partnership and it can be professional partnership. Okay. So it's something to keep in mind if you cross paths with that billionaire again in Hong Kong. hundred percent. And
1: we <laughs> probably can talk too, Penny. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. Well, I'll tell you
0: <laughs> when we should talk because you've got Jupiter, mm-hmm. which is all about abundance, moving through the second part of your chart, the second house, which is how you earn money, how you spend money, it is the money part of the chart. It's moving through there. So it's going to talk about financial expansion for you between July 2024 and June 2025. That's when there is financial expansion going on for you.
1: When you say financial expansion, do you mean one that is more unexpected?
0: Not necessarily unexpected. It doesn't have to be unexpected, but your earnings absolutely have the potential to increase your expenditure also has the potential to increase both ways but opportunity to expand your earnings in that time that's a great time for expanding your earnings absolutely okay amazing i can plan for that thank you you can plan for that totally and that's the beauty of astrology you see what's coming up and you can plan for it you can be strategic about it and that's the thing that's what jp morgan did he was strategic about it he was smart about it So there you go you've got the opportunity to do that. I'm just going to recap your questions. You're in a relationship at the moment and do I see this relationship leading to love and marriage? Great potential for it. You'll need to get past the power struggles of course but you are going into a whole new phase around your serious committed one-on-one relationships at the moment. A very powerful profound time for you around relationships where there is that death and rebirth around relationships, you know, going from miss to misses. So do I think there's potential for marriage? Absolutely. And a very deep and serious relationship. But yes, there's also power struggles along the way. Do I see your business expanding in Asia in particular or in the USA, Europe or Australia? We talked about very specific places to target. In particular, Hong Kong looked fantastic for you. As did Miami, but yeah, challenges around Singapore and also around New York I felt were some challenges there, but good opportunities in the UK, in the east side of the UK. Okay. So it all depends on where you focus in those particular countries, really narrow it down to, to particular cities as such. And last question being, do I see a change in your business direction on your journey to hit a million dollars and beyond? So we're talking about money there. and. Not necessarily a change in business direction although you've got that career your public profile being transformed at the moment with pluto messing with your midheaven at the moment so you do have that going on but it does come down to your mindset around money and your daily discipline to keep your finances balanced so just work on your money mindset every day and just create harmony in that area and that's your secret to earning a million dollars and beyond so there you go silky
1: what you have told me very much resonated it's almost like my heart is saying something through you to me.
0: <laughs> oh, interesting. That's nice. I like that. I am the channel for you, Silky. You are. <laughs> I'm just reading your birth chart. I'm just reading your birth chart. And we're getting to know you through the lens of these three questions that you've asked through the lens of astrology. There's a lot more that we can find in your birth chart. We've only talked for an hour today. There's so much more that can be found in there. But that gives you answers to those three particular questions, maybe different answers to what you thought they were going to be especially with that last question. And even with the second question, I think as well, but they're the answers coming through in your birth chart. Interesting. Yeah.
1: And I'm going to fully utilize your answer for question number two, because I do hyper targeting for my premium clients. And now I know which location would suit better. And I can put a little bit more focus in those kind of areas and yeah, that's right. And I can update you.
0: Yeah. Let me know. But that's exactly right. You can target exactly, where you want to focus your energies where you want to focus your business energies. Yep. 100%. It's very very useful. It is a technique called astrocartography or locational astrology and it's very 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 interesting. I actually followed this particular technique when I traveled around Europe several years ago because you can look at the birth chart, but you can also look at predictive techniques around what planet is moving across a particular part of the world when you're traveling through it. And I specifically went to Paris on the weekend that Jupiter was moving through Paris for me personally. And I had one of the best weekends of my life. Wow. So I worked with the energy of the astrology going, oh, I want to go where Jupiter's going. It's the Jupiter influence that I'm talking about for Hong Kong for you. Great opportunities, real expansion, you know, of who you are and what you do and what you're about. And a lot of fun to be had. I went into Paris with great expectations and Paris absolutely lived up to it for me. That is
1: amazing.
0: (laughs) you can definitely do that around the astro cartography that you look at the birth chart but you can also look at predictive techniques as to when specifically to go somewhere
1: awesome i've learned a lot in this in today's session so thank you penny that
0: was quite eye-opening especially your answer to some of my questions not what you're expecting and that's the thing you never know what you will find in a birth chart but i'm just reading the birth chart what i can see i will say simple as that amazing thank you so much thank you silky you've been listening to the stars behind the stars which is the show that uses celebrity stories to demonstrate the real world manifestation of the astrology energy. Subscribe to the Stars Behind the Stars in your podcast app to make sure you don't miss an episode.